Hello and welcome to the Wedding Chit Chat Podcast. I'm Naomi, a wedding photographer. And I'm Natalie, a wedding planner. If you're planning your wedding and feeling overwhelmed, then grab a drink and listen up. We'll be sharing all you need to know to give you the confidence to seamlessly plan your own wedding. So, welcome back. We're back. We are back. and We're talking about the hot topic of budget yes oh, my favorite topic love numbers <laughs> that is sarcasm it didn't sound like sarcasm yes. but it is <laughs> now nah, i like actually working out the breakdown when people mm. come to me and tell me their budget i know instantly if it's realistic or not yeah. i'm just like yeah let me just put this into a breakdown for them so they can understand where the budget's not going to go. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I, re- I actually really enjoy numbers, so. Yeah. Now, see, I was like drop out of math in year yeah. 10 and... Oh, okay. I did extension math. Oh, my god. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Girl. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> yes, you are. Not really. I did not enjoy it, but I just, yeah, yeah. I just did it. That's funny. <laughs> well, points. it's good you're good at it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> god. So, yeah, I, I guess... Out. Wait, wait. Hmm. Fun fact, yeah. I actually stopped doing extension maths because um, they said like you had to come in an hour early to school and then finish an hour later some <gasps> no days. Way. I was like, I'm not here for that. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> what? We're going to spend extra why? hours at school. Legit, why would like, they do that? Like extension it was is hard cold. enough. I had to get out of bed an hour earlier. Like, are you joking? <laughs> that's so Come disgusting. on. That's how you reward your like smart people. Working. Like... <laughs> Your smart students will get up earlier. Life no. in a nutshell. Anyways, that's just a fun fact. That's sad. Anyway, so yeah, we're talking about budgets. Yes. Um, and a lot of couples I find don't even know where to start mm. when it comes to putting a budget together because this is the first time, well, for majority people, it's the first time planning a wedding. So they have no idea how much things cost, yeah. how to work out a budget and be realistic when setting their budget. Yeah, so we're going to discuss how to create one. So good. Yeah. yeah. As we were discussing this, like I was kind of stepping into my couple's shoes as well because mm. I haven't had to plan a wedding before. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, how would I go about it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, there is so much to it and it yeah. is overwhelming. And like even it just doesn't being need in, to be. And I, I do think that a lot of couples do get overwhelmed with it. So they don't even think about it. Mm, I, yeah. That's what I find. <laughs> They're like, no, we don't even want to set a budget. Mm. So like, let's just not discuss it and just pay for things as they come up. And, and that's like at the end they look. then they work out how much they actually spent and it's like yeah Ooh, did not rough. plan for that yeah. but yeah i mean if you've got the money that you don't you don't care well go for it um yeah but yeah so let's go through how we would um what advice we would give to yeah. how to work and out how to um approach it. yeah how to work out your budget yeah. for your wedding um obviously these Points that we go through are very different for some people, depending on how many guests you have, what sort of wedding that you want, things like that. So this is not like a figure that we're going to give that says this is how much you should yeah, be spending. No it's every wedding's different. And depending on what you want for your wedding and the vision that you have for your wedding, it will be completely different. Yeah. So these are just some tips to help you work it out. Um, the first one is work out who is contributing and when are they contributing um, so a lot of people think about the parents, um, helping out, mm. um, but they don't think they don't want to ask like how yeah. much and when are you gifting that to us? Is yeah. it during the planning process or is it at the very end as a gift at the wedding? Yes. Yeah, so it's really important to get that clarified 
upfront. For sure, because yeah. that's going to determine like how you can budget your own yeah. contribution. That's and, right. Like, see where that money yeah. is going to go and where. That's right. That was something that had never crossed my mind until we talked mm. about it yeah. a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and sometimes parents aren't able to contribute as yeah. much as you would love them to. And it's it's something that um, I hear a lot of people um get frustrated about to mm. be honest i see on social media people saying oh my parents paid for my whole wedding and then other people get disheartened when their yeah. parents can't contribute as much and like pay for everything but it is good to know this up front and then to be realistic moving forward because you don't want to have expectations and think oh yeah my parents might contribute mm. or my grandmother or grandfather might pass on some money but if they can't just they can't yeah you know like yeah. it's not it's not their wedding and all their duty. It's a gift usually. It's so not a, it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Your wedding is sort of I feel like what you want for your wedding obviously isn't in like other people can't see how much it's going to spend. Yeah. You're going to work it out mm. um based on what you want for your wedding. For sure. Yeah. So I guess one way to approach it then so that you're not in limbo until yeah. you have those hard conversations would be to prioritize like the must-haves and yeah. the non-negotiables. Yeah. That's right. So and write down then, what you want. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely because you might even get parents who ask you like how much do you think it's going to cost you? Mm. You know, and you want to sort of be able to like even say like how much it's going to be because they might say oh yeah, we're going to gift you 10 grand and then when they find out you want a 100,000 or 200,000 dollar wedding, they're going to be like, "Well, that's we can't contribute yeah. that much." Or yeah. like so you know, um yeah, it's so it's good to know your expectations Mm. um, for your wedding and your vision. So, yeah, definitely work on, like, your non-negotiables, what you must have at your wedding. Um, Yeah, so especially if that's, like, a specific vendor. Like, if you've got a venue that you know I need to get married there and you know it's going to cost you 50 grand minimum spend or something like that, definitely write that down and let family know if they are contributing because then they don't – they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we paid for the whole wedding. But it's like they had no idea how much the wedding cost. Um, yeah. And that's a way of also not getting them so involved in the wedding mm. because you you don't want to have a contribution, a financial contribution from someone. And then their expectations are to be involved in the whole process. Totally. Um, and you yeah. want them to know that they're contributing, but not the based on the overall cost their contribution is minute. Small, yeah. So you don't want them thinking, oh, the wedding only cost about 20, 30 grand and we contributed half of that, you know, mm. when it wasn't realistic. <laughs> no. Don't give them the wrong idea. Yeah. Be upfront and say, this is how much it's going to cost. Like this is how much we're sort of thinking. Mm. Um, and then just be open to whatever contribution they have um, to offer you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing to keep in mind is your own contribution so yours and your partners like you need to work out based on your income how much can you set aside every month for your wedding what like because a lot of couples don't think that they just say oh this is how much I make so like all of it could like oh we can be spending 30 40 grand on this or that and it's like no there's there's life that happens in between and you want to be able to know comfortably how much you can set aside per month Mm. and try and stick to that as well um yeah so that after you see who else is contributing definitely see what your non-negotiables are 
um, and crunch your own numbers. Yeah, and that'll yeah, kind definitely. of help you get a clearer idea of how much how you can much actually you, afford to exactly. spend. That gives you an idea of how much you think you can afford to spend. Mm. Then comes how much a realistic wedding is going to cost based on your your yeah. vision. So we've yeah. got some numbers, yes. um, some stats, which yeah. really surprised the both of us yeah. when we so, found them because, again, yeah. every wedding is going to be so yeah. different. And every year I find that yeah. the statistics are different mm. because prices are going up, services are going up. So, much. so I do find that it's always the average spend is higher each year. Yeah. Um, and the statistics that um, we looked up for last year for 2022 said that the average Sydney wedding was costing about $35,000. Which um, does include um, micro weddings and intimate yeah. weddings. So that, It includes of course, elopements that are like yeah. two people elopements. <laughs> so, so that definitely brings like that average yeah, price down, down by yeah. heaps. And obviously there are people spending hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars, but the percentage of those weddings are low. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just when you see an average spend – a lot of people think, oh, but my wedding costs so much more than that. Or like my budget's being blown out of proportion, like based on that average that they're seeing. But that is not, yeah. that and is not really steep for every wedding. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. even the opposite where like when you start doing your research, you might find the average spend like 35 and you're yeah. like, oh, I'll be sweet. And yeah. then <laughs> yeah. once you realize you've got a bit of a more expensive taste, things yeah. can quickly yeah. add up. And right. yeah, I did a poll like a few months ago on my Instagram, yeah. just asking my past um, brides and grooms, you know, um, how much did you budget for and how much and did ha- you actually actual spend? Cost? Yeah. And it was a fair bit more. Very yeah. few managed to actually stick to their budget. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I find as well with my couples. Yeah. Like the budget they walk in with and like give me, I know straight away if that's realistic or mm. not. Um, but I always try to give them a realistic approach of like, what can we do to get as close as possible to that budget? Because if financially that's all they can afford, I don't want them getting out alone, mm. but then there is compromise that needs to happen on their yeah. part. Um, and I will always suggest vendors who not the cheapest, I don't go for the cheapest, but the like good quality for what they want to spend. So yeah, it yeah. may be a bit over what they want to spend per vendor, but it's going to be as close as possible that I can get it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be recommending someone who's triple their budget. Mm. Um, like I, I'm not out to like, <laughs> No, I, I'm not that don't. type of person. Like I couldn't care less. Um, as long as it's a good vendor and they do their job and they're fantastic at what they do, like, yeah, yeah I will recommend them. So I guess um, once yeah. you do come to um, figuring out what that number is, what that budget that you're going to set aside is, mm. just to be on the safe side, expect that you will spend 10% yeah. more than that. Definitely. And that's what like, the average buffer. is. Yeah. yeah, definitely allow for that. Yeah, I'd say um, even more. Because, yeah, I'd say 10% minimum, to yeah. be honest, because once brides and grooms realize how much things cost mm. and what they what they want because they, they have a budget, but it doesn't align with what they want. Yeah. And yeah, so you true. can stick with that budget. You can have like that budget, like wedding for 20 grand, but you're not going to get the vendors that you want sometimes. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's always good to have those non-negotiables. So if that is a specific vendor, get their quote, 
get their yeah. prices up front so you know what to expect. Um, and yeah, and also a big thing um, that impacts the budget is the number of guests that you have. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> because if you've got a budget of, say, $20,000 and you think you're going to have 200 people at your wedding and put on like a full reception, sit-down meal, mm. bells and whistles, like you've got another thing coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just about being realistic. But numbers are the one thing that if you wanted to save money, cut down your numbers is the first thing that Guess I would recommend. Numbers, yeah. First thing. Guess. Yeah. So mm, just so just make sure you have you don't send out save the dates. Oh yeah. Um without working out your budget because you may regret it. Um if if it's costing you too much and then you're like, oh we should have just eloped. Yeah. Do not send out Which save the dates. Which is quite which I've heard has issue. happened. <laughs> Couples realize how much it costs and then they're like, oh, maybe we should cut down the numbers and it's too late. Yeah. Or, it, or it would like cause a lot of awkward conversations. Yeah, and, and then you look, just want to elope anyways. Yeah. And Okay, taking a step back again, this is probably your first time planning a wedding. Yeah, You probably have no idea what you're in for. Even as a vendor, I didn't realize the scope yeah. of things until you know I you write it down, down and you work yeah. it out yeah so you're gonna make mistakes and it's okay you're meant yeah. to um but yeah we're just mentioning this as one of them so that you can save a few awkward conversations and moments yeah with definitely your friends. but you know I just want to bring up something I find um the um how do I say it the um a lot of couples when they get ma- when they get engaged they think oh like weddings cost so much because vendors are charging more than what they should be charging <laughs> and that to me is the wrong mentality yeah because i find that that people think oh if i w- mention the word wedding they're going to bump up the price mm. and i just as a wedding no. planner i don't see that happening no. i yeah. really honestly i do not see it happening yeah vendors charge their worth for sure for it's sure. like any other service based business i just don't see that oh you know what it's a wedding let's bump it up yeah i'm it's, telling it's you not. that never happens weddings like- become a high um stress high demand sort of service to offer and with that comes a cost Mm. and the professionalism and customer service that is expected comes at a cost it's very different and it's not it's not purely like oh let's take this as a money-making opportunity yeah it's um, definitely yeah, as you I, said, Nat. Like a lot of other things involved. Whether yeah, that's it's not just time on the day spent. Mm. A lot of people see quotes and they think, oh, but that's only like three hours on the day. And it's like there's so much more that goes yeah. into that that particular service than just those three hours that you see on the quote. Totally, it's, totally. People don't always understand that, yeah. and it frustrates me sometimes because I'm like. You, this is your first time planning a wedding and if you understood what goes into it, you would see that worth mm. um, yeah. because I do be... see people regretting decisions yeah. later because they went with the cheapest option. So true, so yeah. true. And it, of course it can be hard to see that from the other side. You're not expected Definitely. to know and all I this don't, stuff No, that's right. Like that's that. why I'm very upfront and yeah. honest to my couples, like what to expect. Yeah. Because you don't – I'm not going to recommend someone because they're the cheapest. Mm. I'm yeah. definitely not. So just um, like walk yeah. into this knowing that yeah. the industry you pay itself for what you get. is expensive. A yeah. lot of um, the things that you do 
have like vendors or things that you buy, they yeah. are luxuries, not necessities. Yeah, that's right. A wedding is a luxury. Exactly. Yeah. Or like having <laughs> having a very, you know, stylish show wedding. Or, yeah, yes. yeah. Again, and that is a luxury. And if you want it for social media and to show off. And, you know, weddings are like that at the moment. Yeah, and it is about be, yeah. the latest trends sometimes. And, oh, what did they have at their wedding? And was it the wedding of this year, you mm. know? It's like, well... If you you got to pay for that sort of stuff if you totally. want it to be, if all that's of that. the vibe you're yeah, going for, that's yeah. right. Otherwise, yeah. you just elope, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the sort of budgeting side. Um, there is a couple of extra things to help you actually um, understand how I would suggest to work out an actual figure for your mm. wedding budget. Um, so apart from all these things we discussed. I would, next thing I would do is approach a venue um, yes. because based on the venue, I always think that that's a big chunk of your budget that would be spent on the venue um, in saying that if you've got a DIY venue where you've got to bring a caterer, bring bar staff, bring a hire company in, bring lighting and all that sort of stuff. It is completely different to a venue that is already set up with yeah, all those things. So your budget will differ in that sense, mm-hmm. but 40% of your budget would go on to rece- would be spent on reception yeah. normally. That's if it includes food and beverage mm-hmm. at the least. Okay. So if you work it out as 40% of your budget goes to reception, then you can work backwards and see based on the number of people I have, how much the overall budget should be and then add your buffer onto that. That's how I would work it out to start with. That's a really good way to do it. So how about we do like a live demonstration? Yeah. (laughs) Let's bring out those numbers. I so totally put you on little, the spot. <laughs> I've got my little flow chart, my little pie chart in my planner <laughs> that I will link um, to this po- episode so that couples can sort of work back and see the percentages that I would recommend to work based on. But obviously keep in mind, guys, like if you want luxury items, if you want like top end suppliers, the budget will increase. Mm. Um, this is based on basic standard like average prices for a wedding um not if you have specific high-end sort of um elements that you want to bring into your wedding yeah for sure yeah for sure so should we work out let's work it out. Work out yeah okay all right so we're going to break it down mm-hmm. and give an example of how to work out your budget based on your reception being 40%. So let's just say the minimum spend at a particular venue is $30,000. So you've got to ha- it doesn't matter the numbers, say it's like minimum 80 or 100 guests, but they say to you, your minimum spend needs to reach $30,000 mm-hmm. to have your wedding here, your reception, right? So if $30,000 is going to be your 40% out of your whole budget, so divided by 40, times 100 so $75,000 needs to be your overall budget yeah plus the 10 percent okay buffer yeah so I would say um your total needs to be 82 and a half um thousand dollars yeah yeah and again it might that's if change. your reception is minimum thirty thousand yeah. dollars spend, and it yeah. might change depending on what, of what course, vendors much, you would like. Yeah, everything yeah else definitely. Costs and that, but that is a good and your number of guests because yeah, if the minimum totally. spends thirty thousand, but you end up having like 
200 300 people at your wedding obviously (laughs) that you're not going to stick to that minimum spend it's going to be more than that yeah yeah so you need to see what's included in that minimum spend Mm -hmm. as well so yeah just that's just a basic way i would work it out it's Um, a good starting point yeah it's a good starting point to work backwards from the 40 percent for reception yeah and make sure that it's not just the venue that is included yeah needs to include food and beverage at (laughs) least sure okay Sure. You don't want to be adding that on top. Um, but if it was a DIY venue, of course, like that would be added on top of that. So you don't want to be spending that 40% at a venue alone. Mm. Yeah. It would need to include the food and drinks as well if it yeah. was a DIY venue. Yeah. Wowie. There's a lot to consider lot there. To think about. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to link the pie chart because it's going to help you out so much. Yeah. So yeah, no, just download really it, use it. Yeah. yeah, but that's a good way to, I guess, yeah, just get started rather yeah. than picking out a number out of thin air yeah. based off what you think. That's right. A lot um, of people do that. You'd yeah, be surprised. which is, again, understandable because, like, it's your They've first never time. Done it. Yeah. But, yeah, reaching out to your venue and yeah. then working backwards and, from there. And what I and tell also, people is yeah. don't base it on what you've heard your friends spending. Mm, yeah, because like a lot of people say, so oh, my different. friends spent about 30000 or 40000 and I'm just like, that they may have had so many different elements that you don't want in your wedding. Totally. It's going to be completely different, but don't try and stick to someone else's budget. Mm. That's yeah. unrealistic. No, it's, yeah. Yeah. Working backwards from the 40, uh, 40% of the reception cost. Yeah. Cost. So good. But another way to go about it, um, say you haven't, you know, fully figured out your guest list or how many people yeah. you want yet. Another way to go about it is to reach out to your non-negotiable uh, yes. vendors. If they're vendors, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like whether there's a specific photographer you really want yeah. or... Um, or like a stylist, a if you've stylist, got them on Pinterest yeah. and they're like a thousand photos in there that yeah. from the one stylist and or you're just like, I need to have them. That's Then it. you need to work out yeah, their how cost. you can get them. <laughs> um, because a lot of stylists even do have minimum spend. So mm. it's good to know that up front. Yeah, yeah, so true. Or even like a planner, if you know yeah. Wedding that planner, guys. you just want peace yeah. going you into it. You don't want to plan it. anything. Yeah, this is also not a plug to Nat. No, it's but not. <laughs> it genuinely is not. But <laughs> it if is you're just hire a wedding planner yeah like, you need to know how much they're gonna cost yeah and you know it's what that that actually front. for sure and that kind of made me realize maybe another way to get go into this thing is figure out not just your money priorities but like how you want to feel about the wedding planning process yeah like we all know it's stressful as hell yeah and if you realize Not you know what me. i <laughs> you, you know what i realize i want to prioritize my peace more and i'm happy to spend a little bit more to get yeah. that then yeah, yeah what's your priorities out. exactly yeah. especially in even in your non-negotiables like if one of it is a wedding planner mm-hmm. they will literally create a budget for you yeah so i do that for my couples um they might have a figure in their mind but i will give them a realistic breakdown of it so you could save yourself like the stress of even creating a budget i'll create it there for you. there you go yeah so, so if good. one of your non-negotiables are a wedding planner, they take care of that for you anyway. So, so good. Yeah. yeah. Because what it's one thing to look at the budget and the price, but then also the cost. Yeah. And the, the cost, cost to you. Exactly. Yeah. Not just the monetary cost, yeah. but like cost oh of my peace gosh. and energy and, and will, relationships. We and all will that. speak about the cost mm. of 
you DIYing your wedding. Oh, um, that is like be a whole such a good episode. episode. <laughs> okay, that is a whole episode because love it. Yeah, I don't even want to start now because yeah. I can't do it justice. <laughs> There's just so much to discuss in but that get topic. Get excited for that yeah. one. It's going to be good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Alrighty, so All right. to recap, let's today's recap episode. This. Yeah. So number one. Work out who is contributing and when are they giving you the mullah. Yeah. Number two. Crunch your own numbers and see how much you can realistically put aside each month so that it doesn't come at you all in one go. That's right. Number three. Create a wedding account. Put money aside means put it into a separate account. I would recommend having it in a separate account, Mm. accumulating as you go along your wedding planning, Remember, you only pay deposits up front. Remainder, final balances are due closer to the wedding. So you could be saving during that six to 12 months lead time to your wedding. Mm-hmm. Number four. Estimate the number of guests because this is yep. going to help you with figuring out what your budget actually is. Because once yep. you have your number of guests, you can figure out how much you need to spend minimum at the reception That's 40% 40 of your budget and then you can figure out how much it's going to cost from there. Number five, work out your non-negotiables. So usually I recommend having three non-negotiables because like if you have 10 non-negotiables, it's just your whole wedding. Like (laughs) just have three main ones that you definitely want to spend money on Mm -hmm. and get quotes if they are specific vendors or venues or yeah, just if they are specific services, get quotes from them um, so that you can include that in your budget and not be disappointed when you find out the cost later. Totally. And that way yeah. you can prioritize them first. Yeah. And then the remainder of your budget, even if it is small, you're okay to, to compromise on yeah. those things. Yes, exactly. that's what I would say. Yeah. Perfect. So that's just a recap of how we would recommend and what advice we would give to start to create your budget. Yeah. We hope yeah. that helps. And as always, if you do have any further questions, you can find us on Instagram. Instagram. Shoot us a DM. Slide right in there. Slide we- in. <laughs> and all our details will be at the bottom of every podcast. So, And in this podcast, you will receive a link to my pie chart. So mm-hmm. if you are really struggling with the um, budget, jump on and ask us any questions that you would like as well. All right, that's it from us. Have a fabulous week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.